So we're starting at the top of Meisif Sak Al Habegat Shetamei Misham Arig. That was a quote of the Bryce that we were discussing. Certain exceptions, we know that that a Begat to Makabel Tumul would be Gimel A Gimel, right? And then we brought in exceptions that that um, we learn from the uh, the tits that a tas that a plate, even if it's less than Gimel Al Gimel, and an Arig if it's a weave. So again, it's more chashev. So even less than Gimel Al Gimel will be Makabel Tuma. And then the Bryce has said these words, Meisif Sak Al Abegat Shemitami Mishum Arig, that even more so Sak. Okay, so we have to understand what that means. Atu beged lav arigu. So beged is not arig. We're saying sock is better than a, a beged because it's arug, right? So what do you mean? Beged is not arig. So we're trying to figure out what's going on here. Hachi kamar, this is what we're talking about. Meisiv sock al beged. That sock, right? Sackcloth, a sack, is even more, uh, I guess, chamer than a beged. Afal pisha enoy arug, even though it's not even arig tummy. Right, so we said normally it's gimel begad gimel gimel, arug kol shahu, and sak. Even if it's not even arug, it will still be tummy with a kol shahu. Okay, and arug is it's braided. I'm sorry, sak is braided. Lamai chazi. So what is sak used for? Amar Rabbi Yechonashikain ani kalei ashalish nimin. He'll braid three threads of 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 this like sackcloth. Material, he'll hang it as a necklace on his daughter's neck. Okay, so what we're saying is that there's levels. Even if it's arug, even if it's less than gimel gimel, and even sackcloth, even if it's not arug, if it's not woven, still, um, even if it's just braided like this, it could still be tame. Um, it doesn't need to be arug. Tanur But that's, that's because it's a tafshit, right? No, no. That's not, no. No, that's not why. Just, just because that gives it enough question. Yeah, or, or maybe, yeah. I mean, Rashi says, V'tachshed who, so... It is a tachshed. I don't know if that's the reason, but okay. Because if it's a tachshed, we don't need anything that's a tachshed. If it's a tachshed, then it, it would work more like the tas, like the plate. Right. No, I, th- I think it's because the type, this is the type of material that we're... I think we have to take it, I think what we're saying is that we're looking at, the reason something becomes tummy is because it has a, a use. So normally, if it's an arig, and it's brought down in the Mepharshim, why an arig? I didn't really speak it out last time, but the arig is because it could be used to, let's say, like hold a diamond, right? You would use a, even a material smaller than gimel gimel. So, so to here, because it has a use as a tachshit, therefore... Not because it is a tachshit, because it has a use of the tachshit. Yeah. Therefore, when you have a braid of this sackcloth material, it will then be chashiv. So it's just, right, you got to put it in, in the right order. Tan okay. So the Bryce says like this. We have the pasuk that says sack. Okay, and the other sack. That it's only sackcloth. This is a pasuk by Tomas Sheretz. Minayan l'rabas as hakilkali, as hachavok. These are um, different straps that are on the uh, animal. It's either one that goes over the body or one that goes over the belly. Tamalomar oisak. So we're going to be marba the kilkili and the chavok. Okay? Now these things, these, just so you know, the kilkili and the, and the chavok, again, there's some sort of belts or bands or stuff that go around an animal. The point is they are both tavoy, spun, ve'orig, and woven, Rashi says. Okay? So how do we know to add these things? Tamalomar oisak. 
The Pasuk says, by Tomasheretz Oisak, Yochol Shani Marbes HaChavolim. So I'll add any rope, not just these specific bands. Ves HaMashicha is an any regular string. Tamad Lomar Sak. Ma Sak Tavi Va'arug. Av Kol Tavi Va'arug. That's not good enough to just be braided, right? Ropes are made with a braid. They're not woven. It has to be Tavi Va'arug. It has to be spun and woven. Harehu Amar B'meis. It says by Thomas Mace. So now we're going to transition to Thomas Mace. It says by Thomas Mace, V'chol kli ar, v'chol ma'ase izim, that any leather baguette and anything that's made out of izim, goat's wool, tishato'u, l'rabois ha'kilkili v'asachavak. So we're going to, again, be marba these sort of, these, these uh, the body strap or the belly band, right, these, these uh, bands. Yachal shani marba v'asachavon sa'mashichos, you might think, again, we, like we tried to do by Sheretz, that I will say that Chavolim and Mashiachah is these ropes which are just Tavoy, right? They're just, um, they're just uh, um, uh, you know, braided. So these also, I might add and say that they are Makabal Tumah. The Gemara says, no, Vidinhu. Time b'Sheretz, Vidime b'Meis. That we have a concept of Tumah by Sheretz. We have a concept of Tumah by Meis. Makashitime b'Sheretz. Just like when we said things are going to be tame by a sheretz, loitima elo tave va'areg. In order for sheretz, the bar that we set was it has to be tave va'areg. Afkashitime b'meis loitima elo tave va'areg. And again, these things are not tave va'areg. So the Gemara says, "What are you talking about?" Hey, nim hakil b'tame sheretz. Just because you're going to be mako by tuma sheretz, shehikala tuma sheretz is an, a more lenient tuma than tuma's mace. So you can't bring a kava chaymer and say if by tuma sheretz we don't allow these ropes, so too by tuma's mace. Not true because heinim hakol b'tuma sheretz shehikala nekol b'tuma's hamesh yichamura tuma's mace is more chamer. So you can't bring me a raya from the fact that we don't include these in tuma sheretz uh, these ropes because they are only braided, right? The Pasuk says, Beged ve'ar. Beged ve'ar l'gzei shava. So what we're basically going to do here is we're going to say, Gzei shava beged ve'ar. That it says, Nemar beged ve'ar b'sharetz. V'nemar beged ve'ar b'meis. Ma beged ve'ar amar b'sharetz. When we say beged ve'ar in sharetz, Loitime elo tave ve'arag. We will only be mitama things that are tave ve'arag. Spun. And and woven. Okay, so basically anything before here gets thrown out. We asked the kash on it. We said you can't learn anything, and we're basically so the starting point here, right? To make things simple, is we have Xerah Shava Beged Ve'ar by Sheretz Beged Ve'ar by Thomas Mace. That means anything that we are going to include that's going to be Makabel Tuma by Sheretz will also be by. Mace and anything by mace will also be makabel by tuma, and we can't learn, uh, you know, a, a kabel chaymer. Okay, so the uma beged ve'ar ha'amer b'tuma b'mace tamei. You there? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay, uma beged ve'ar ha'amer b'mace tamei kol maise izim that the pasuk said by mace. If you go back up, the pasuk said. Right? Uh, if you look next, maybe about eight lines. That by, by Tomas Mace, we definitely have, it includes anything that's made out of Maase Izim. Anything that's made out of uh, wool, you know, uh, a goat's wool. So, 
So again, we're going to apply, we learn by, from mace that anything that's made out of Masei Izim is going to be Tameh. Since we have Xerah Shavah, we will then carry it over and say for Shema Sheretz, also anything made out of Masei Izim is going to be Tameh. Ainli elo davar habam mina izim. That's only if it's bamina izim. Mina in the rabbis davar habam miznav hasus umiznav hapara. How do we know the material that is made out of the tail of the sus of the horse and the tail of the para that that is also makabel tama tama loimar oisak. So we have a reboy by tuma sheretz that says oisak. The gemara says, what are you talking about? Ba'afikta lekalkili vechavak. I already used oisak. For those bands that we talked about at the beginning, the belly bands and the body straps, okay? So how could you use it to tell me that we're going to include that the, 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 stri- the material or the, the tail of the sus and the tail of the para is makabal tama? So the Gemara says, no, hani mili mikamei de less shava. That's before we had exerah shava. So then I would need, before I had exerah shava, I needed to be marbat. Hashta da'asi gezerah shava, I lay. Now, since I have a gezerah shava, I would know that because it's made out of Neitzas Al-Izim. So I'd have it as a Gzair Shava anyways. Okay. So um, now that, those body bands, right? Now that I have a Gzair Shava, I would, uh, it would be extra. The Oisak is extra. And I will then, uh, I will be able to use it to, to include that the tail of a Sus and the tail of a Para is going to be Mekambal Tava. The only ala bisharetz. Now this is only bisharetz, but Tomas makes me nayin. So again, we're going to go through this whole process again. We're going to say that I would only know that this nav, the tail, the sus, and the tail of the para, because it came from the riboy of Isaac. The riboy of Isaac was by sharetz. I would only know that these things are included from sharetz. Vidinhu and have a kavachaymer. Tima b'meis with tima b'sharetz. Just like when I made something tame for a sheretz, I took, we included the tail of the sus and the tail of the para, like maseizim, so too by Thomas Mace, also maseizim. So the Gemara says, how could you compare, again, right? How could you compare something that comes from sheretz to mace? They're different. It, just because I said that something, I was marbet for Tumah, the Zinav Sus and Zinav Parah, the tails of the Sus and the Parah, by Tumas Erev, which is a very frequent Tumah, meaning that's Tumas Sheretz is Tumas Erev, Narbe Betumas Shiva, Shehima Uta, that's a more rare, Tumas Mace is more rare. So how could, just because we included it and we said that uh, Zinav Sus is Zinav uh, uh, a para is going to be tummy for Tomas Sheretz. How can we then say it's we tummy for Tomas Mace? Tama loymar begad va'ar begad va'ar l'gzeir shava. So we fall back on our gzeir shava, right? Either way, nemar begad va'ar b'sheretz. Nemar begad va'ar mace. Ma begad va'ar amar b'sheretz. Also, the rabbam is nava sus, is nava para. Kimase izim. Af begad va'ar amar b'mace. Also, the rabbam is nava sus, is nava para. Kimase izim. Okay. So to summarize, and we'll we'll get back here in a second, but just to summarize, basically. To, to try to keep this because, uh, I mean, I, it's, it's, it's complex, but it's overly complex. It's, the concepts are a lot simpler than the reading of the Gemara. Um, and, and that is like this. Number one point you need to know, that there is a Gzair Shava, Begid Va'ar, Sheretz to Thomas Mace. So anything that we're going to include, 
to be Tame for Tomasheretz will be Tame Tomas Mace. Will also be Tame Tomas Mace. And anything we include for Tame Tomas Mace will also be included to be Tame Tomasheretz. Right? That's the Gzeir Shava of of Beged Va'ar. Right? So those, Beged Va'ar, that it says, Beged Va'ar by Sheretz, it says Beged Va'ar by Mace. So therefore, anything we include for Sheretz will include Mace and vice versa. Basically, there's three things here that we're talking about. The three things are, two of them are listed by Sheretz, and that is one is learned from Oi and one is learned from Sak. From Oi, from the, the Reboy of Oi, we learn that is Zanav Para and Zanav Sus, that the hair of the tail of a Para and a Sus is going to be Makabal Tuma. Okay? And from Sak, we learn that anything that is spun and woven, that again, that's by Sheretz, is going to be Makabal Tuma. Don't care what, si- what, what size that baguette is. Those are the two things we learn from Sheretz. And then we learn one thing from Mace, which is um, anything that is ma'aseizim. Because the Pasuk by Mace said ma'aseizim, a whole ma'aseizim. So anything that's made out of a goat's, goat's wool will also. So I basically have three things. And because we have Xer Shava, this whole Gemara is basically saying take all three things will apply both to Sheretz and to Mace. Okay? Now, Mufna, except there's one thing. In order to learn Xer Shava, you have to say that this. this um, Beged Ve'ar that we're using for Gzair Shava, both by Sheretz and by Mace, would have to be what's called Mufna. They'd have to be available. They would have to not be committed to learn something else out of. So the Gemara is now going to say Umufna. And this Beged Ve'ar is open. We don't need it. The Elav Mufna, because if it wasn't Mufna, if it wasn't open, Ikala Mifrach, we could ask Ma the Sheretz, she came a time about Dasha. That, like we said, Sheretz has different reasons, um, you know, different unique things, and you couldn't necessarily uh, learn anything from Mace from it. So, it, we're, and we're going we're gonna to explain why it's Mufna. Now, why? The Gemara says it's Taka true. Afni Mufna. It is open. Why? Because Mechdi. Sheretz iskish le zera. Sheretz is like Shech zera. Dechsev. The Pasuk says, Ish asher teitim eno Shech zera. If a man... Uh, right? Emits, he has Sheikh Vazera. Vesamachle, he's going to be Tame, right? Vesamachle, what does it say? Ish asher yiga bechol sheretz. Uchsev, anybody who touches a sheretz. So, sheretz is right next to Sheikh Vazera. Uchsev bey, it says, Vesheikh Vazera, Vechol beged, Vechol ar, asher yia love Sheikh Vazera. Okay, it says, any beged and any or that has Sheikh Vazera. So again, we have Sheikh Vazera. It says if the Sheikh Vazera goes on a Begit or a Kli R, then it has to be Tevil. You have to wash it in the mikvah. And then right next to it, we talk about Tomas Sheretz. And we again say Begit Va'ar. But what do you mean? It was right next to Sheikh Vazera. So if I know that it's true to she- for Sheikh Vazera, it would also be true for Sheretz. So therefore, Begit Va'ar, the Kasra Rahman of Sheretz, Lamali. I don't really need, I never needed to say Begad Va'ar. Once, I, once the Torah says that Sheretz is Tameh, we know, we could look right next door to Shech and say, oh, what does it mean if it's Tameh? It means if it's made out of Begad of, uh, or Ar. So I didn't need to say it by uh, Tomah Sheretz. And therefore, Shema Mina Laf Nuyeh. So therefore, the Begad Va'ar that's by Sheretz is open. 
The Gemara says, okay, so I understand your Gzeir Shava, you have the Gzeir Shava, Begad Ba'ar Bashar, it's the Begad Ba'ar by Thomas Mace, so that was open, but it's only open for Sharetz. The Gemara says, Vakati Mufne Mitzad Echad. It's only, it's only open, meaning it's only available to be used for the Gzeir Shava from Sharetz. Honey, Chalaman Damar, and that would be fine, according to the Mandamar that says, Mufne Mitzad Echad Lemeidin, that there's a Machlekes Tanayim. Whether or not it's brought in Nida, it's brought many times throughout Shas. Whether Gzeir Shava, when I, I say, let's say, like here, Begad Va'ar by Sharetz, Begad Va'ar by Mace, doesn't need to be available and open on both sides of the equation, or only one side. So it's good, according to the Mandam, it says, Muftin Mitzadach Lameidim, Ve'emeshivin, and then you can't ask on it, meaning it's considered what we'll call an ironclad uh, legal argument. It's an ironclad Gzeir Shava. El Lamandam Lameidim, Umeshivin, Ma'ika Lameimar. So the Gemara says, the mace nami afnuye mufna, because mace is also available. Why? Mechti. Mace ishka shashech vazera. Mace is also bakish shashech vazera. Dechsev, it said, v'chol anagay, v'chol tve nefesh, ha'isha shertizenu menesh shech vazera. And like we already explained, so we have a hekish of mace shech vazera. And like we already explained by shech vazera, v'chsev b'shech vazera, v'chol begad v'chol kliar. It already said by Sheikh Bazar is a Begad and R. Begad Var the Kasrachman of Mace, Lama Lish Vaminalafnuye. So we see that Begad Var by Mace is available because Mace is Makish to Sheikh Bazara. And Begad Var by Tomas Sheretz is available because it's sitting right next door to Sheikh Bazara and we did not need to mention it. Okay, so therefore we now have a open, a, a, a double sided, open ended Gzereshava. Of Begad Va'ar, and therefore we can apply any anything where Marbe by Sharetz to Mace, and vice versa. And like we said, by Sharetz were Marbe the Zanav Sus and Zanav Para, and the fact if it's Tavi Va'arig, we learn that to Mace, and then from, from Mace we learn anything that's made out of Masayizim to Tamar Sharetz, and all those three things would apply to both. Okay, now we're just going to uh, go through here. So the Pasuk is Vanakrevis Karban Hashem. So what happens here is um, that the Moshe sent a bunch of people off to fight the, the wars of Midian. This is uh, in Parshas Matos. Matos Mase. Matos, I think. Okay, and it's Venakrevis Karman Hashem. Right? And the, 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 the people who went to battle came back, and they came back with all sorts of booty. Okay, so the Pasuk says Venakrev, and we brought us Karman Hashem ish. Asher Matzah, a man, any person who found, Klizahav, golden kalim, etzadah, bracelets, vitzamid, right? And other, okay, etzadah, necklaces and bracelets, tabas, agil, round rings, vechumas. Okay, so we have to understand what all these things are. Amr Belazar, agil, what is this agil? Zed, defush shel dadim. It's a uh, metal cast made out of the, uh, out of the dadim, made out of the breasts. Kumas. That was a form, so of the things they conquered in the booty, apparently the, the Midianites had had these sort of treasures. Casts of Dadim and Kumas would be, again, casts or forms of the Beis HaRechem. So Amar of Yosef, okay, that why would these things be considered Machuch? Machuch Rashi explains as late sonus. Why are these things of late sonus? What is Machuk Davar Amevi de Gichuk that brings to Leitzanus, right? A certain lightheadedness. In other words, that they're going to uh, entice the men. These aren't necessarily things that would entice the men. So Amar Le Rava, no, he's going to change what Kumas means. 
When we said kumaz, that was a tachshid. What was this tachshid of kumaz? Kan makam zima. It's a lashon nitrikin. Kuman means here was the makam zima, and this was a special tachshid ornament that they would have in the makam zima that they would use to entice the men. They captured when they captured the booty. They took these things too, and they brought it and uh, dumped it all in front of Moshe. Now, just Viter in that parsha, So these people went out to battle, and they came back to Moshe, and they said, we'd like to bring a carbon. And Moshe got angry. He says, what are you, why do you want to bring a carbon here? What do you have to be machaper for? Did you go back and serve Avodah Zarah like the eagle? Why are you coming to me and saying you want to bring a carbon for kapara? What did you do wrong? Amrullah, they said, no, we didn't lose anybody, meaning nobody did any Averis. So Amrullah and Moshe said back to the, to the people that came back from battle, Im Kain, Kapara Lama. So why, do you, why are you offering to me in Kapara? What did you do wrong? Amrullah, they said, Taka, we didn't do any Averis, but here, we did have certain uh, improper thoughts. Miyad, and what happened immediately? They brought a carbon to Hashem. Why did they need a carbon for kapara? Because they feasted their eyes, right? right? They feasted their eyes um, uh, with, with, you know, the they look, were looking at things that they shouldn't have. Amar Mipnei Mai. See, Jules, I told you it's a good thing you joined today. Why is that? No, I'm just saying. Like, yeah, I'm not listening so well. And now when you mentioned it, I started perking up. Ah. Amar Avsheshes. Mipnei Ma So why did, and this is a quote from the Gemara and Brachas, why did we mention, right, if you look here, the Pasuk said, it said, uh, seemingly innocuous Tachshitin, right, it said, Klizav, uh, etzah, the regular necklace and bracelets and all that, and then we go to um, you know um, uh, earrings that were in uh, earrings, and then rings that were in, in very interesting places. So why did we? Why were we mana tachshishin shabachutz in tachshishin b'pnim? Loimelach, it's coming to tell you, call mistakal be'etzpakatana. Don't think that because you look at a woman right who's fully clothed that you're going to be okay if you have the wrong thoughts. If you look at the etzba katana, even the small pinky of a woman, it's like you're looking at her makam erva. And don't That's think... That's why I don't read the word when. They have pictures of women. Exactly. Okay. You only read mishpacha. I get it. Correct. Okay. Anyways, okay. So, next Mishnah. A woman may go out with hair. This is not a shetel. This means that this would be like extensions, more, more like extensions. So she would add to make her hair look more, uh, you know, uh, puffy, right? To have more, more volume. I read that on the back of the shampoo bottle. Um, to have more volume. So it says, Bein Mishela, she can go out with these Chuvdi Tzemer, whether they're hers, Bein Mishel Chaberta, Bein Mishel Behema, or if they're animal here, Ubitay Tafais, that is a Tachshit that is on, it, like on her forehead, it's called a frontlet, Ubit Sarvitim, and some sort of headband, 
is not changed as long as they are sewn to the sivcha, right? We had the sivcha before. The sivcha was the thing that was, was covering her hair. And if it's tied to the sivcha, she's not going to remove these tachshitim because she won't expose her hair. So again, like we said, anytime you tachshit, the concern we would have is maybe she'll take it off and show it to her friend. These she's not going to take off and show to her friend because she'll end up exposing her hair. She's not going to do that. The kabul so to go out with a wool cap and pay a nachos is a shaitel, that is a shaitel, she is allowed to go out to the chatzar. Now normally, I want to be clear here, all of the things, and it's interesting that we waited till here, and Rashi speaks it out, the Rafarshim speaks it out here, everything that we spoke about so far this parak, right? We spent a lot of time talking about what a woman can go out or can't go out with. Normally, Anything she is not allowed to go out with to Rishis Arabim, she would also not allow to be go, go out to her chatzar as well. That we're concerned that if she takes it out to her chatzar, she'll continue walking and go to Rishis Arabim. And we addressed this before, right? We spoke about this. You had asked me why, and I said... Right, right. We brought down, I think that was Taisus that said Chad Gzerahi, but, um, or was Rashi or Taisus, but either way, um, it was definitely discussed. We said Chad Gzerahi, and, um, and we... Even though the chatzar would be covered by a... Correct. And I think when we discussed it there, like if you think about it logically, right, when a woman gets dressed to leave the house, she's going to put the things on. When she goes out to the chatzar, she's going to get dressed in the very same way that she's going to get dressed to go to Rishis Harabim. She's either getting dressed to go out or she's not. So therefore, the chachamim, like we explained, and it could be a reasoning why it's chudu chadig However, what we're saying is, here, the kavalu of peyanachris the she is allowed to go out with those to the chatzar. She's not allowed to go out with them to Rishis Harabim. But she is allowed to go out with a wool cap and pay a nachos to the chatzar. And we'll have to explain why. A woman can go out with uh, cotton in her ear, right? So to, she has earwax, so uh, to, to suck up the earwax, she can go out with this cotton in her ear. She can go out with uh, you know, the support, Dr. Scholl's inserts, okay? Or with a pad for her nida. Right to catch the blood, but pilpol, she can go out with uh, pepper, like pieces of pepper in her mouth, chewing pepper, galgal gal melech, and, and and lumps of salt, right? That was used to uh, heal certain toothaches. The choldavar anything that's put in her mouth, except She cannot put these things in on Shabbos. They need to have been there before Shabbos. Okay, vim nafal, and if they fall out, like her, so if the pepper drops out of her mouth, no, she cannot pick it up and put it back into her mouth. Shane toysvais, a false tooth, shane shel zahav, a tooth, so Rashi has two different ways to learn it. It's either shane toysvais, a, a false tooth she can go out with, and that is everybody agrees with, and then shane shel zahav, rebi asurim, or it's all one thing. Shane Taisa, Shane Shalzav, a false tooth made out of gold. Rebbe Matir, Rebbe would say it's Motar Bechachavim Oisrim. We'll have to explain um, exactly wh- why a tooth of gold specifically. Okay, so now we're going, now we're talking, the mission is now going to talk about the first case. The Gemara is going to talk about the first case. We're talking about a woman going out with extensions or additions of hair, whether it's hers, her friends, or from an animal. Vitzricha, and I needed to list all three of these cases in the Mishnah. Diashmin and Dida, if we would have just said she goes out with her own hair, pieces of her own hair attached, 
Mishem Deloy Mayas. That's not so disgusting. And since it's not disgusting, we're not concerned that she's going to take it off. Ava Chaverta de Mayas, her friends here, which is kind of a little gross that she's attaching her friends here to her hair. Um, you know, it, it's disgusting, and she might come to remove it and carry it. Eimolai, she shouldn't be allowed. Biashmina de Chaverta, or her friends here, de Basmina, because Lamaisa, it's human here. It's not that recognizable, it's not that gross. But Abel de Behema, La Barminahu, it's not even similar at all. And again, it's going to look weird. And like we said, if it looks weird, we're afraid she's going to, people are going to laugh at her, she's going to take it off, right? What are you doing walking around with horse's hair inside your hair? She's going to take it off and carry it, Kamash Malon, that we said it's allowed. Right? So Abel de Behema, La Barminahu, Emaloi, Tzricha. Okay. Tana, we have in a, a brisa, it was taught. So we said that, yes, it's true. A person can go out with, you know, uh, including here or with tied pieces, extensions that are hers and animals or her friends. However, it can't look ridiculous. A yalda, a, a young girl can't go out with gray hair. Or an old lady who has mostly gray hair can't be wearing younger girls' hair. So the Gemara wants to understand, Bishlama Zikna Bishal Yalda, I needed to say, because Shvachula, Lamaisa, she might think it looks good, right? If an old lady is wearing, all of a sudden she shows up one day, see there's like 90 year old grandmothers, they wear a nice brown hair techel, they look 30 years younger. So Shvachula, Ela Yalda, you know, Shaitos, whatever, Ela Yalda Bishal Zikna Amai, why did I even need to mention that she's not allowed to go out with it? Genayula, it looks ridiculous. It's clown day. You see a, a, an 18 year old girl walk out with gray hair. It looks ridiculous. Of course we should be concerned. So why did I even need? Why did the Tana even need to mention that case? The says, yeah, I did the Tana Zikna Zikna. You're right, Lamaisa. It didn't really need to. Um, but uh, well, since we listed one, we listed the other. The question is that I said I was wondering, um, like you were saying about the hair that's disgusting. So let's say in today's day and age, right? Today's a crazy storm, right? And the, a woman, I know it sounds crazy, but a woman's shaitel blows off and falls into like a huge puddle of water. Would she be allowed to put it back on her head with no air? She would not. Uh... So, so you were just saying, so he's disgusting, right? Then you can't, like a friend's hair is Well, again, the concern is, it's, that's less of a concern. The concern with something disgusting, you know, whether you're, I think you would be maybe allowed to stop and put it on, but the concern here is that if it's disgusting, that she's going to take it off, right? It looks weird, so she's going to take it off and carry it home in her pocket. That's really what we're concerned about. If it's something that's, that, that looks weird or that's far off or that's disgusting, we're afraid she's going to take it off, remove it, and carry it home. So what? That's not a concern here when if you're taking this huge pile of water and mud, there's a storm, it's disgusting, you're not, you're not concerned? No, I, 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 I think you're allowed to put your shaitel on. You're just not allowed to carry it. Oh, my God. Oh, come on. Yeah, I mean, you're saying if, if it's now, if it gets disgusting, is she allowed to put it back on? Or why aren't we concerned that she's going to carry it home? Right, Yeah, I mean, I guess because it's too gazerous, right? You'd have to, it would be two steps. Number one, that it would have to blow off. And then number two, that she would, you know, and, and then again, that it's disgusting, she would take it off. 
But we're saying is when something is disgusting, you know, when something is mus, she shouldn't leave her house with it l'chachila. Okay, because then she might come to take it off. Okay, so now we're talking about the kabbal is the wool cap and the peyanachris is the shetel to the chatzar. That we said she is allowed to go to the chatzar but not to Rishas Aram. Amar Rav. Rav says the following. Kol she'asur chacham latzei spoil Rishas Aramim. Asur latzei spoil the chatzar. Anything, like we had mentioned, anything that is asur to go to Rishas Aramim is asur to go to the chatzar. Kutz mi kabbalu peyanachris. Except for the kabbal, this cap, and the shetel. Ravanani bar Sasan, Mishmedi Rabbi Shmuel Amar, Hakoko Kabbal. He argues, he says, no, everything is like this Kabbal. Everything is like this Kabbal. Zabi? Everything is like this Kabbal. And just like a Kabbal, you're allowed to go into the Chatzar, so too. So we see it's a machlekes between Rav and um, uh, Ravanani bar Sasan. Whether what I said to you in the Mishnah, and I said it, was, was really Rav Shita, that all the things that were, are usher to go out to, to Rosh Hashanah, uh, uh, to Rosh Hashanah, to go to Chatzar, that's actually a machlekes between Rav and Ramanani Bar Sasan. Tanan, we have in the Mishnah, it says, It says specifically to the Chatzar, she's allowed to go out. So I understand why, according to Rav, the Mishnah specifically says, that is Takashvera. Why would the Mishnah single out? If you're telling me that it's true, that anything, right, we're, we're now saying she can go out with a Kabbalah and pay Nachos to the Chatzar. The Mashmos is like Rav, that everything else she cannot go out to the Chatzar with. It's going to be Aser. So, how do we understand Ravanani who says that everything is like Kabbalah and pay Nachos? It wouldn't make any sense. So, the Gemara says, excuse me for one second. So, um, so Bishlam and the Rav Nicha, like we said, the Mishnah sounds like Rav. Rav Anani Bar Sasan Kasha, it's going to be Shver. Why did the Mishnah specifically point out uh, Kabul and Payanachers? So the Gemara says, Rav Anani Bar Sasan Mishmei, the man, Kamarle, he doesn't have to hold like this Mishnah. He's going Mishmei, he's going like Mishmei, Rabbi Shmob, Rabbi Yesi. Rabbi Shmob, Rabbi Yesi, Tano, Palag. He has another Tana, and what we're actually saying is this thing that I said to you before, that all the things that we're saying are going to be Aser, <coughs> it's even Aser to go to the Chatzar, except for the Kabul and the Pan Nachris, that is actually a Machlekes Tanayim. Now we're just trying to understand, Verav, Maishnahani, why are Kabul and Pan Nachris any different than all the other things we've mentioned throughout the Perek? So, Amar Ula, Kedeshalitisgana, Baila. That she doesn't she's not disgusting to her husband that if she's not able to wear the cobble and the pain these are basics these are basics of, of a woman you know uh, uh, dressing up and looking normal is to wear you know a shaitel is to wear you know to be able to, to put these things on and therefore we wanted to make sure that she wouldn't appear that her husband wouldn't be interested in her so therefore we, we allowed her to wear these things out to the chatzar kiddetanya as we see a similar concept when it comes to Anida in general. The Hadava of Anida Sa. That we said when a woman's Anida, the use the Pashak uses a Lashan Hadava Benida Sa. 
Zikenim Arishonim Oimru. What does it mean? Hadava. Dava is like a lashon of of like like almost sickly, right? Okay, that it's it's Hadava is Rashi explains Hamenuda Umarchika Mebala. That really she's supposed to distance herself from her husband. She's supposed to do everything she can to appear to be unattractive. She shouldn't use eye makeup. She shouldn't use blush. She shouldn't wear nice looking colorful clothing. Until Rabbi Kiva came and he taught, You'll make her appear disgusting to her husband. And the husband will divorce her. Right? Men are shallow. So, and he went ahead and relearned this whole passage. That really, the Zikin Marishanim said, she should not appear to be nice. We came along and we said that we want the woman to be attractive to her husband. And therefore, we relearned what this means. That she should, be, she should remain tame until she goes in the water, until she's tevel. That it's not good enough for her to just stop bleeding, that she has to actually be table. So, to hear that we see that we're able to be deich a certain halachas in order that she shouldn't appear, appear disgusting to her husband. What did the, what did the Zikanim think Nidasa meant? You mean Bahadava bin Nidasa? They learned it that she should be Menuda. That Nida was like from a lashon of Menuda. That she should be uh, excommunicated from her, her husband. Oh, it didn't mean. It didn't. It didn't I mean, uh, it, she was happy to be bleeding, but they were learning. Vahadava benida sa means be sickly with your Nida. What does that mean? That you should basically be like in Cherem. That a woman who's a Nida, she should she should be in Cherem. And then we came along and said, no, we don't want that. It's it's bad for business, right? And therefore, she should actually get dressed up even when she's a Nida. And so to here, we said that even though we are generally, like Rav says, even though, according to Rav, we are generally concerned if it's a tachshit, we don't want her walking out with at all, we don't want to go into the chatzar, since these are considered basics, we don't want her to be a pair to be disgusting to her husband, and therefore, we will allow her to go out to her chatzar with this kavol, right, with this, this cap, and the peonachris. Just one last thing, a review of Rav, any time the Chachamim said something was usher because of Maris Ayin, and this is specifically to some of the things we had in the last Mishnah, the coats of armor, right? Or, like we said, certain things, bells on animals, right? Because it looks like you're going to the market. Any of these things that fall into that. When I started with Meisha, I told you that I, the way I counted it were basically five exceptions. For some, anything that was a Tachshit, there were five exceptions. Um, that was last week, right? We discussed it, and one of them was Maris Ayin. Right, if people are going to see and it's going to look like you're doing something wrong, so he's saying it's usher to do even in private. Tanan, we have a, a mission that says a you can't go out, an animal can't go out with a bell, afapisha pickbook, even though it is stuffed up. we have another price that says that you can actually. Um, you can stuff it up and go to the chazer. So we see clearly not like Rav. He just said anytime it's usher, right? We know what's the problem with a bell. Taking an animal out with a bell, it looks like you're taking the animal to the market. And therefore, if, if what Rav said is true, or if what Rav says is true, that anything that you're not allowed to do in public, you're not allowed to do in private either, why are you allowed to stuff up the bell and go to the chazer? So the Gemara says, Tanoihi, 
that what Rav said that anything that's also Bishamaras Ayin is going to be also in private, that's actually Machlikas and Tanayim, Titanya. That if a person's clothing gets wet, you can spread them out in the sun. However, you cannot spread them out to dry by put them on the clothing rack to dry, the clothesline to dry, uh, where people can see it. Because it looks like you did laundry on Shabbos. They say it's Osir, so we see it's, it's clearly a Machlekes Tanayim. That which Rob said, that anything that is Osir to do in public is Osir that is actually Machlekes Tanayim. Um, like we see here, uh, I'll send out the. Hold on one second. So the summary. Okay, so we started again. We were coming off the brace of yesterday. We said that anything that's woven, a culture who is going to be tummy, we learn from Oybeged. Tachshit culture who, anything that is an ornament, we learn from the tzitz, any, any size. Oreg v'tachshit culture tummy, we learn from Kokli Masa. That was at the end of Samach Gimel. And then we said, Moisif Sakala Beged, that sak is actually more chamer, even though it's not woven, it's just braided, it's going to be tame Misham Oreg. If we're going to consider it tame Misham Oreg, it's going to be like uh, clothing that's Oreg. Then we had the brisa, and basically the way we learned it at the end was we have the oy from oysak, that is marbe, the the material that's made out of the tail of a sus or a para. Then we had sak. What would that telling me? That was only something that's tavi va'arig. That was by sharetz. It said oysak, and then we said by tumas meis v'chomase izim anything that comes from goats wool. So those are the three things we're dealing with. And we have gzeir shava beged var for tumas meis. So therefore, we're going to learn t- from Sheretz to Tomas Meitz that it's only Matama things are Tavi Varek and Marba Zunav Sosubara. And we are Marba, anything that comes from Izim to Tomas Sheretz from Tomas Meitz. Okay, and then we said that it had to be Mufna. Begad Var, both by Sheretz and Meitz are Mufna because we could have learned both of them from Sheikh Vazera that a Kli Begad and R is going to be Tame. Didn't need to say it. One was because it's right next door to it and one the Sheretz is right next to Sheikh Lazara, and one because we were Makish Mace, two Sheretz. And then we learned the Pesukim by Midian, it said Vanakrev, we discussed these things, Ogil is a Dafus Dadim, and Kumaz, we said it was Kamakam Zima, first we said it's Dafus Bizarachim, and we didn't like that. And then Moshe was upset, we said that uh, he thought that they, they, they went back to their bad ways, right, they were served by the Zara, but really it was here, okay, and then we, we explained why we, why the Pasuk felt it necessary to put them all together, that if you're looking at a woman for the wrong reasons, even if you're looking at her pinky, you're still in trouble. Okay, then we said that a woman can go out with chute sar, with uh, hair extensions, whether it's hers or her friends, right? Even if her friends is more disgusting, again, we're concerned that people make fun of it, she'll take it out. And even a behema, that was also, it's not even basmina, so we needed to say all three, because they're different varying degrees of how mias they are, of how funny they look. Um, and then we said, uh, in a brisa, we said that an uh, uh, old woman should not go out with young girls here, okay, because that's going to look funny. And of course, that a young girl to go out with an old woman's hair is going to look even funnier. We didn't even need to say that, but we said it, I did the tani the first one. And then we said, uh, we'll cap and pay enough, the Rav said that anything that's usher to go to, which is the Rav, it's usher to go to the chatzar, okay, we are concerned 
that she'll get used to wearing it in the chutzner and she'll just go out to which is her rabbim, except for the kabbal and payin So we explain she'll like this al bala, okay, like a nida that we allowed her, uh, we allow a nida lemaisa to get dressed up and look nice uh, for her husband. Like uh, Rabbi Kiva came and changed the original edict of the Zakenim Rishonim. Rabbi Nani argued on Rav and he said all all kalim that um, any, any, anything has it in like a kabul, that it's mutter to take out into the chatzar, and we're not chayshish, um, we're not chayshish, and we said he was going like Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yesi, Rabbi Shmuel, that he was a Tana, and he argues, so we see that our, Rav was going like our Mishnah, Rabbi Nani was going like uh, Shitas Rabbi Shmuel, and we see that it's, it's also a machlekes, machlekes, uh, machlekes Tanayim, and then the last thing we said, that anything that's us, Rabbi Shmuel Ayin, Rav wanted to say even in private is going to be usher, and that also we said as a machlagis tanaim. All right.